but Lord, you've come and you walked this earth fully God and fully man. And you gave your life and you shed your blood so that we could be free. And Lord, that's what we're here to celebrate, to remember, and to encourage each other with. Father, I just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. For those of you who are able, let's remain standing and sing, How Can I Keep From Singing? There is an endless song Echoes in my soul I hear the music ring And though storms may come I am holding on To the rock I cling How can I keep from singing your praise? How can I ever say enough? How amazing is your love? How can I keep from shouting your name? I know I am loved by the King, and it makes my heart want to sing. I will lift my eyes in the darkest night, for I know my Savior care. I will walk with you, knowing you'll see me through, and sing the Sing in the troubled times, sing when I win, I can sing when I lose my step and fall down again, I can sing cause you pick me up, sing cause you're there, I can sing cause you hear me Lord, when I call to you in prayer, I can sing with my last breath, sing for I know that I'll sing with the angels and saints around the throne. How can I keep from singing your praise? How can I ever say enough? How Shouting your name I know I am loved by the King And it makes my heart I know I am loved by the King
to read uh, Psalms chapter 89, starting in verse 11. It says, The heavens are yours, the earth also is yours, the world and all it contains. You have founded them, the north and the south. You have created them. Tabor and Hermon, shout for joy at your name. You have a strong arm. Your hand is mighty. Your, your right hand is exalted. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Loving kindness and truth go before you. How blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. O Lord, they walk in the light of your countenance. In your name they rejoice all the day, and by your righteousness they are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength, and by your favor our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to the Lord, and our King to the Holy One of Israel. It's just amazing. It says, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. How great is our God. Amen. Uh, I just love it. I'll sing, All Heaven Declares. Leave 
sing Is He Worthy? And then uh, after the song, if anyone has a testimony or anything you'd like to share, uh, let's feel free. Do you feel the world is broken? Do you feel the shadows deepen? Do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through? Do you wish that you could see it all made new? Is all creation groaning? Is a new creation? coming is the glory of the Lord to be the light within our midst is it good that we remind ourselves of this is anyone worthy is anyone home? Is anyone able to break the seal and open the scroll? The Lion of Judah, who conquered the grave. He is David's root and the Lamb who died to ransom the slave. Is he worthy? Does the Father truly love us? He does. Does the Spirit move among us? He does. And does Jesus, our Messiah, hold forever those He loves? He does. Does our God intend to dwell again with us? Is anyone whole? Is anyone able to break the seal and open the scroll? The Lion of Judah, who conquered the grave. He is David's root and the Lamb who died to ransom the slave from every people. 
Is it working? Okay. And anyway, his uh, grandson was in an accident. There were three in the car, and two of them died, uh, boys. And uh, they, they were just driving too fast. And uh, But he laid three days out in the field, and and his, can't remember his name, but his grandfather was Floyd, and I worked with him for... I don't know, a couple of years, and uh, Floyd had a lot of stomach issues because uh, he 
you know, I think if we got stomach problems, a lot of times it's because we're worrying. Our thing, you know, we're, we're, we got our focus on the wrong things. <clears throat> and, and Floyd's life was pretty much like that, stress. And he used to make fun of me uh, about uh, being a Christian. And, uh, and, I, and I prayed for him, and his stomach problems went away. Uh, he's still worried, you know, and had, had all that bothering him. Uh, but, you know, and then I guess sometime later his son was in this accident, grandson, and uh, <clears throat> Floyd told me about it. He knew that God answered prayer, and he asked me to pray for his son, and, and sometimes... Um, you know, we, we get slack in serving God, and, and I kind of slacked off these last few years. And I, I can remember times when God just really worked in my life at times. So this particular time, I decided I was going to make T-shirts, and, and, and I, I went to the place and had some T-shirts made, and it was about Aaron was his name, and 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 I, I, I had this thought. I wish I still had one, but it, it turned out you couldn't quite read it plainly. They're written in red letters on a white T-shirt, and and it you had to look at it. it it's just funny how it turned out, but uh, you had to look at it twice just to try and understand it. But anyway, I, I passed a few around because we worked with a few other guys. It was a maintenance job. And, and they all had the T-shirts. But I just knew that uh, God moves mountains sometimes when we pray. And uh, they found him, and, and he was in the hospital, and he probably sh- shouldn't have lived, but God spared his life. Uh, and he's doing well. He has a limp, and... and uh, he had a lot of surgeries, <clears throat> and I st- still see Floyd once in a while. Uh, but you guys could pray for Floyd. I don't believe he knows the Lord yet or turned his heart to him. But God did a miracle in, in his grandson's life because of prayer. Um, and I think the more people pray, God hears. And this weekend i i got a call from my daughter and, and i have two two daughters um and my the older do- sister she's a little dramatic a lot of times but it, it was it was all she said it was my younger daughter almost died this weekend um so i drove to denver and uh it's a long story i won't go into a whole lot but she's making some really bad choices. They live in Denver. And uh, I mentioned, you know, to get people to pray as I was driving down there. And I know God spared her from dying this weekend. Um, She was bleeding. She needed five pints of blood in the hospital. Uh, She had an ulcer. And she's just destroying her body. Um, but I, I got down there and, and, and 
odd things. You know, I know it's a spiritual battle, I think, what went on. But anyway, uh, I, was supposed, I, I expected to get in the hospital and maybe try to share the gospel with her so that she would not go to hell. Uh, she knows about that, the truth. Um, but uh, before I could get to any hospital, my her older sister, who was, I, I didn't know which place to go or anything, she gave me an address. I drove to Castle Rock because I thought she was there, and then, and then it was drive to Denver. And then she gave me an address of her apartment, and I thought, well, I'm picking her up at the apartment. We're both going to go to the hospital. I get to the apartment, and my, both of them are at the apartment, and she's sitting there. Uh, so it, it was a busy Friday night. Um, but things aren't over yet. Uh, she's not, she's in the hospital right now. And, uh, and it's, and it's, uh, physically nothing really wrong. She had ulcer. That's the reason her stomach, she wouldn't stop bleeding. So I, I just wanted to share all that with you so that you guys could pray. You know, I know that. Sometimes we keep things to ourselves, and I don't want to keep this to myself. I want uh, God to move in her life, in her sister's life. Uh, uh, I know that's a desire for all our kids, because uh, there is a God, and He loves us, and, and, and He's the only one that can fix things that we can't fix. Uh, and he's able, and and all we got to do is ask. So the more people asking, the better. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to share. Uh, oh, I'd like to pray right now. Lord, I just thank you for your mercy and grace that we've all received. And Lord. A lot of times we don't realize how important it is. And, and, and Lord, we don't see the things that you see. But Lord, I pray that you open our eyes and open our hearts to be have a burden for the lost. And Lord, um, just pray that um, you, your Holy Spirit would fill us and 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 allow us, Lord, to have love like you love. And I just pray for Shawnee and Gabby. Pray for her father. Her, her, her real father. Pray, Lord, you would uh, deliver him from what he's... Involved with. I pray for Gabby. Lord, you help her today. And Lord, I just pray you deliver them from the evil one. Uh, Lord, you're good. 
and you, you forgive us. Help, help us, Lord, to uh, turn to you and follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I also, we come together and we pray for Tim and Debbie as the minister, Lord, to their adoptive daughter. Father, we pray that you would give them grace, that you would empower them with your Holy Spirit in their inner man, strengthen their hearts, Lord, and encourage them with your word. And I pray, Lord, for heavenly wisdom from above, that you would fill their hearts with that wisdom of grace and truth. And, Lord, empower them with your love, I pray. A love that surpasses, Lord, the, the physical human love, but a love that comes divinely out of your own heart. And we do pray for Shawnee that you would come, Lord. I thank you for having mercy and for sparing her physical life. Please come and show her Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, would you reveal yourself to her again today and knock on her heart's door, Lord. You said, behold, I stand at the door and knock, and anyone who opens up to me, I will come in. So we pray that today, Lord, for them and for Tim and Debbie. Bless you for them in Jesus' name. Can we also pray for Linda? Linda's had a lot of pain this week. Let's pray for Linda. Lord Jesus, we lift up our dear sister Linda before you, and we pray that you would... Come and you would strengthen her, that you would bless her, that you would encourage her, Lord, today. We thank you, Father, for her walk with you in her older years, Lord. And, Father, I just pray that you would touch her body, her physical body, and you would touch her, 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 her pain, Lord. And, Father, I pray that you would heal her through your divine healing power, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray most importantly, though, that you would... Renew her inner man day by day as her body gets older, her spirit would become stronger. And her faith and her love for you, her faith in you, Lord, would continue to flourish in the courts, in, in your courts, in the courts of our God. Bless our dear sister and encourage her, I pray today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Tim, for sharing that, and, and uh, so we could join you in prayer. Uh, that's what it's all about. It's not just about us being here and uh, doing our thing, and it's about um, caring for those God's placed in our lives and, and um, sharing the gospel and lifting them up in prayer. Let's sing. Uh, let's all stand up, if you're able, and sing Power in the Blood. you be free from the burden of sin there's power in the blood power in the blood would you or evil a victory win there's wonderful power in the blood there is power power wonder working power in the blood of the lamb there is power and pride. There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary. 
For Jesus, your King, there's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you live daily His praises to sing? There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power. power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. And everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of a Savior, the hope of nations. My God is mighty to save, He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Take me as you find me, all my fears and failures, and fill my life again. I give my life to follow everything I believe in. Now I surrender, I surrender. My God is mighty to save, He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, He rose and conquered the grave, Jesus conquered the My God is mighty to save, He is mighty to save 
called Make Us One. Make us one, Lord. Make us one. Holy Spirit, make us one. Let your love flow so the world will know we are one. Make us one, Lord, make us one, Holy Spirit, make us one, let your love flow, so the world will know we are one in you. One more time. Make us one, Lord, make us one. Holy Spirit, make us one. Let your love flow so the world will know we are one in you. That's all of our hearts cry this morning, that we'd be one in the bond of love in the Lord Jesus. You can be seated, and I'll turn the time over. Okay, one more thing. I forgot. Um, so we're going to um, sing happy birthday for everyone whose birthdays are in July. And I think Derek has some slides up there. Um, who all here's birthdays in July? Anybody? Got Tim, myself, Tyrone. Tyrone as well. All right, sorry, I forgot your name, brother. <laughs> Akeem. Okay, there we go. All right, together. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to all of you. Happy birthday to you. children's lesson? I think, Lal, would you, are you doing that? All right. Okay, we don't have too many kids today, but if you guys want to come up, 
Oh, you. Huh? Yeah, only some. Well, you guys are going to have to answer all my questions. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> okay. Oh, and is JJ coming up? We're going to need him too. And Dominique, yes. Okay. So maybe some of you remember what we talked about last week. We talked about certain things in the Bible that God said were going to happen way before they happened. He, talk, he talked about some of the things in Jesus' life that were going to happen. So I asked you guys if you could maybe talk to your parents and see if they could tell you a few things. Oh, well, first of all, do you remember the prophet that we talked about? I read some verses, and he talked about Jesus dying on the cross. And do you remember what prophet that was? No. It was Isaiah. Isaiah. And do you remember how long before Jesus lived it happened? Huh? A long time. <laughs> About 700 years. Woo. <laughs> okay. So did any of you talk to your parents? So I might ask you right now to run over to your parents, and Denzel, you can ask your dad right there, and you guys can go ask your parents if they could tell you one thing that the Old Testament said about Jesus way before he was born. Oh, you're right. Okay. Did you guys want to ask your parents one other thing? No. <laughs> okay. Don't, Dominique's going to go ask him. <laughs> Can any of you think of one thing that, Je that God might have said about Jesus dying on the cross? That's, and that's what Isaiah said, didn't he? Isaiah talked about dying on the cross. Okay, well, I'm going to read you a few things that God said. Just a few. Okay, in um, the Psalms 41.9. Yeah, Isaiah said that too. That's good. And other verses said that in the Old Testament. And here's one. It says, even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, lifted up his heel against me. Can you think of someone in Jesus' life that betrayed him? Well, the betra that was betrayed him was a traitor. That, no. One of the disciples who ate the, the last meal with Jesus his name was Judah, and he betrayed Jesus. So this verse is talking about Judah way before it happened. Okay. Another one is in Micah. And it says, do you remember where Jesus was born by any chance? Yeah, in a manger in a barn. Uh -huh. And the town was called Bethlehem. So way in the Old Testament, this is what it says. But as for you, Bethlehem, too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you, one will go forth to, for me to be ruler in Israel. So it was predicting already that Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had to flee, didn't they? Or they had to be careful. Yeah. 
Anyway, and so, yeah, I'm trying to sing. <laughs> Got me a laugh now. And um, so Jesus was born in Bethlehem, and the Old Testament tells us that way before he was born. And then the Old Testament also told us that Jesus was going to ride on a donkey, and he was a, that he was a king. And do you know, when Jesus went into Jerusalem, he rode on a donkey, and all the people praised him and threw palm branches down on the ground to welcome him because they recognized him as a king. So today, so this is really fun, isn't it, to realize that God told us so many things about Jesus' life before it ever happened. And do you know there were three, more than 300 times in the Bible before Jesus was born where, Jesus, where God told us things about Jesus' life? 300 so I want us to see what a huge miracle this is, and I'm going to go get a sack. I'll be right back. so strong. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay. So now, this whole bag is full of these little peanuts. It's very likely that if one of these peanuts is marked inside, I've marked it, if do you think you guys could, wait, 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 you have one chance, one chance. You can reach in and see if you can find the one that's marked. <laughs> reach way down there. And just pick one, okay, just pick one. Okay, nope, it's not marked. Lexi. No? Okay. Denzel, you want to pick one? <laughs> Woo, just one. No, it's not marked. Woo, okay. You can come pick one. You can reach way down. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, careful. Because we'll get peanuts all over the place. Okay. <laughs> reach way down. Well, if, there, if there's one there that's marked, it's going to be very hard to find it, isn't it? Very hard. It's pretty unlikely that you're going to find it, even if you reached in like ten times. But let's not do that. Okay. <laughs> let's Where put it back. Go? Well, so this is to show you if, okay, if someone just, if we just took eight of the things that are said about Jesus' life, then this was pretty impossible to find, wasn't it? And if you take, like, just eight of the things that were said about Jesus' life, 
Would it be very likely that any one person could fulfill all those eight things in their life? Not very likely. And to show you how likely it is, um, Colorado's a pretty big state, isn't it? Have you driven across Colorado? How long does... Yeah, you've driven all the way to Canada. That's really far. <laughs> but, you know, Texas is a bigger state than Colorado. I went to Texas. Yep, he did. And if I took a quarter and marked it with something, and I took all kinds of quarters, and I threw them all over the state of Texas, up to this high, up to this high, and then I asked you to, I gave you one chance to find that one quarter. Do you think that would be possible? You do? To find one? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's impossible. Except for God. Huh? God can do that. And so God, yeah. Well, God can make sure, too, that Jesus fulfilled all of those 300 things that he said about Jesus and his life. And if God can do that, that is a huge miracle, isn't it? And Jesus followed his father perfectly. Jesus obeyed, and God made sure that everything happened in Jesus' life like he said it would. And so I don't know about you, but for me, and I think for all of us, we know that we can trust the Bible, we can trust Jesus to save us, and we can trust, <laughs> we cannot trust, <laughs> okay, <laughs> just one second, let's, let's hold on, <laughs> okay, but so we, we know we can trust God, can't we, with our whole life, and so we're just really thankful for what he does for us, okay, thank you guys. Thank you. Can you pick, can you pick up a few of the peanuts and send them back in? Good morning to each of you again. Uh, thank you so much, Lel, for that uh, children's lesson, adult lesson. Uh, for all of us, that was wonderful. And it just goes to show you again how, what an awesome God that we truly have. Um, anyway, it's good to have each of you here today, our visitors, everyone. Um, glad to have you here. Um, there's not a whole lot of announcements here, but um, kind of long we're having communion here today, and um, Brother Phil will be taking over for that. So, um, and kind of in regards to what she was just sharing in the uh, in our lesson is, is why we're 
having communion, not only now, but it's just a reminder and of what God has truly done for each of our, in our lives. You know, it, isn't it so true? Like she was saying is, you know, it's only because of God that we can uh, be victorious. Um, anyway, um, again, there's the, the Saturday morning prayers at, uh, in the mornings. Uh, so feel free to come for those. I know there's not a whole lot of youth here, but uh, if you know of anybody that uh, has youth or whoever that might be interested for our upcoming uh, youth conference, uh, feel free to share the word. Um, I'm sure contact either Anthony, Carrie, if you someone uh, about the uh, more details of September 1 through the 4th. Uh, so I guess at this time... Uh, I guess I turn it over to you, Brother Phil. Thank you, and thank everyone for thank you, Lel, for sharing that. Um, just a little bit more on the youth conference that we're having here. For those of you who may not be familiar with what we've been doing for a number of years, um, we invite young people anywhere from the age of 15 on up, singles, and also uh, young married couples who are also invited, who do not have um, little babies. We try to make this a weekend focused on teaching uh, young adults and youth. And so we've invited uh, a speaker. His name is Roy Daniel. He is from South Africa, and he was here last year, so some of you may remember him. He's, he's going to be our kind of featured speaker for the keynote speaker for the weekend. And then uh, Brother Lee will be sharing through the day. I will be sharing and a couple other brothers as well. We start on Thursday night as a welcome uh, for all the youth who are coming. They gather here on Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. We have like a barbecue. And the whole church here is invited to that uh, Thursday night event. That'll be September the 1st. And then we have through Friday and through Saturday throughout those days, we have the conference going on only for the youth. And then in the evenings, Friday evening and also on Saturday night, everyone is invited. So the whole community, all of you, the whole church is invited every night. And we'll put, we'll put a schedule onto our um, WhatsApp channel, our Redeemed Family channel. That way, once we have the schedule together, the team, we as a team are going to meet together this week and put that schedule together, and then we'll put it out there for you uh, so that you're all invited. Then, of course, Sunday uh, we'll have our normal church service. Brother Roy Daniel will be sharing uh, Sunday morning, and we'll have lunch, and that'll kind of end the youth conference thing, but we'll probably hang out here, and the young people play volleyball and things like that. So it'll be a fun time. We always uh, enjoy that, uh, getting to know other people from across the country that are hungering and thirsting for righteousness and especially i love to see these young people 15 and on up and these young married couples to me it's been one of the the passions of my heart and it just gets me excited to see people coming and serving the lord and giving their lives for this and studying the bible throughout the day uh that's that just makes me happy it's my happy place and um I'm, I've been so blessed, richly blessed by many of these people's lives throughout 
the, the past years. Today, I'd just like to share a word with you, a short word, and then I'm going to open it up as I have posted for anyone who wants to share a testimony. So if you're here this morning and you want to share what Jesus means to you, please feel free to do that. You can do it from your seat or you can get up and we'll give you the mic either way so that the rest of us can hear and just share what the Lord, why Jesus is precious to you. For me, uh, I was thinking about 1 Timothy, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 3 in verse 16. And by common confession, when, when we say it's a common confession, this word common doesn't mean it's like just nothing. It means generally speaking. So what he's saying is every born-again Christian confesses this. This is a normal confession of God's people. What is it? Great is the mystery of godliness. Is your journey in being transformed into the image of Jesus a great mystery to you? That's what he's talking about. That's what it means. Godliness means God-likeness. Me becoming like Jesus. That's a great mystery for me. I don't know if you've got it all figured out, but I sure don't. But I know it's true. He changes me. Day after day, He speaks into my heart through His written Word, guides me into truth by revealing His character to me and inviting me to become like Him. How in the world does Jesus give you his peace when your world is falling apart? When we live in a world that is full of sin, anger, trouble, just vexation, life is hard. And Jesus says, my peace I give to you. You know when Jesus said that? He said that, in John chapter 16, as he was sharing at the Last Supper with his disciples, and they were all very worried, Jesus told them, tonight, I'm going to be arrested, and all of you are going to run for your lives, and I'll be killed this weekend. Wouldn't you be troubled if your leader, whom you followed for three years, You've seen him do miracles, raise the dead, the lame were walking, the dumb were speaking, many were healed of diseases. You believed he was the Messiah, the King of Israel, who was going to again bring Israel back to a national world power. They believed it. They asked him, when will you restore the kingdom, Jesus? And he says, this weekend I will die. A horrible death. Wouldn't you be troubled? And then he says, But my peace I give to you. Not like the world gives. What's different? His peace than the world gives you. What's different? Have you experienced that difference? Have you ever made peace with anyone? 
Anyone? Yeah? What, what is that peace? What is it like? What happens? Joy? But how does it happen? Your muscles relax. All right. And I, I mean, if you're in a, you know, a disagreement with someone or someone is in a fight with you, how do you make peace? Hmm? Forgiveness. Okay, the fight ends, right, Lucas? Walk away. Yeah. You just walk away from the fight, right? The fight ends. That's peace. Wouldn't you agree? That's peace. The war stops, right? We quit fighting each other. That's not the kind of peace Jesus gives to us. The war does not end. See, his peace is, his peace is not like the world gives. His peace is when my heart is calm in the middle of the war. My heart is at rest, trusting in my God. And I can be completely undisturbed when everyone else is yelling and screaming and angry. I'm not angry. I don't find a need to yell and scream. I'm at peace. You see the difference? Isn't that great? A great mystery to you? It is to me. But that's what he does. Great is the mystery of godliness. He was revealed in the flesh. He's revealed in our flesh. This word becomes flesh. I don't know how it happens, but somehow he helps us. He fills us with a joy that in that same night he said to the disciples, my joy I give to you. Right in the middle of that, all that trouble, he gave them joy. He gave them peace. And he taught them how to love one another. He says, I got a new commandment for you. To love one another as I love you. And the whole evening, he kept talking about love. The love of his father, how he loves them. Love, joy, and peace in the midst of a world full of hate, full of discouragement and sorrow, and at war with each other. Jesus gives his love in your heart, fills you with his love. He gives you a joy that has nothing to do with your circumstances. And it gives you a peace that surpasses all your understanding. You can't understand it. That's Christ in the flesh. Not only his flesh, now ours. Was vindicated in the spirit. He changes our spirit. As he says in Corinthians chapter 7. He puts within us a new spirit. In Ezekiel chapter 36, he says, A new heart I will give you. A new spirit I will put within you. He changes our inner man. Beheld by angels. 
Now the angels are beholding you and me in a way they haven't before. They're looking at the wondrous thing they can't understand. Christ in them. Christ in me, the hope of glory. They have never experienced this change. They've always been an angel in the presence of God. And the rest of the angels, when they rebelled, even once, God kicked them out of heaven and they turned into demons. But this, this kind of amazing Christ in the flesh changes sinners into saints. They can't understand that. So they look at it intently, watching these people that are being changed from sinners into saints by the Spirit of the Lord. That is awesome to behold. And angels watch it. Just like they did the body of Jesus when he was born here on the earth. Proclaimed among the nations. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. They talk about it. These people that are being changed from sinners to saints are not silent. They talk about this amazing change in my spirit. Christ becoming flesh in me and changing my world. My inner world. Proclaimed among the nations. Believed on in the world. This is a common experience. This is happening to people all over the world. I'm always amazed. And Elite can probably testify to this. Since we were just in Norway. And I, uh, for me it was just a real neat experience. I just, uh, as I got my tickets to go to Norway. I had a layover in Munich, Germany. And had a, a, a brother uh, messaged me on WhatsApp and, and saying they're in Germany. They had lived in Vienna, Austria, Vienna earlier, but for a job they had moved to Munich. And he said, could you please, we can't make it to the conference, could you please stop in and spend the night with us? And I said, well, amazing. I just bought my ticket and I'm having a layover in Munich. And I'll see if I can change my ticket and to spend the night there and then fly on up to Oslo, Norway on Saturday morning. And the airline gave me a $25 credit. So I said, absolutely. I'm flying into Munich at 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon. If you'll pick me up at the airport, I'll spend the evening and the night at your house. I didn't know this brother Will. I had met him once. But I wouldn't have even recognized his face if he wouldn't have sent me a photo. He picks me up at the airport, takes me to their house. And another family came over and we sat around their table that evening and fellowshipping together around this, this truth. Jesus in us, sharing our life testimony with each other. And both of us were so greatly encouraged. Here is a brother born in India, now living in Germany, married to a, a German girl. And I am a little farm boy born in Pennsylvania, over there in their house in Munich, Germany, fellowshipping together. We hadn't even really known each other, but we did know each other. We weren't strangers at all. In Christ, we're brothers and sisters. 
And we had a lot to talk about. We sat up till like 1 o'clock a.m. Sharing our testimonies. Praying together. Praying together. Rejoicing together. Weeping together. About the good things of God. Is that a great mystery to you? Sure is to me. I can't figure that out. But I tell you, it is awesome. It's wonderful. And it's true. The world over. Believed on in the world. And Christ taken up to glory. He ascended. And now there he is. As he said, I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, there you may be also. That hope, that reality, me knowing he's going to take me there, my final breath, I will be in his presence forever. I'll be taken up to glory. That is awesome. That to me is what makes him so precious. This reality. And I hope it does for you too. Now, I'll give you guys the opportunity. Anyone who wants to share five words or 20 or 100, you're welcome. Anyone? And like I said, you can just share it from your seat if you like. Um, however the Lord leads you. Thank you. Well, I have so much to say that I can take it from here. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I, I try to be as um, yeah, quick as possible. I, I'm so happy. We, uh, many enough, all of you know, we, we uh, went to Norway just to fellowship with some brothers over there. It was beautiful. It was amazing. To be honest with you, what I hear or what I have heard from Norway and all, all these Scandinavian countries is like they are just, they're Vikings, basically, right? They build ships and go conquer other countries. That's what, what I know about them. And I honestly was a little bit, I don't know if the world concern is correct, but I was having a little bit like, you know, I'm Mexican. I eat tacos every day. These guys eat bread. Are we going to be able to hang out? So I was, honestly, I was a little bit like, ah, I think I shared that with you, Phil, right? I was like, man, I wondered if we were going to be able to, to break the culture, you know, and, and be able to click. It was amazing. The first day, they were teasing me. And I'm like, are you making fun of me? Because if you do that, we're going to have a lot of fun in here. So it was, it was actually great. I remember Katie, I mean, Katie and Phil, they told me, these guys are amazing. But these guys love everybody, right? And I'm like, come on, guys, coming from you, you love everybody. No, they are amazing people. I was so blessed. Um, we had so much fun. You know, um, going over there as a speaker, as a teacher makes you feel like, okay, this guy is going to go teach and show these guys, tell them something. Honestly, it was the other way around. They taught me so many things. With conversations and just by hanging out with them and just seeing, seeing how they love each other, how they love God and how they allow God to use them in their daily life. It was such a blessing. Really, I don't know if I bug them because I told them, guys, I love you so much, and I met you yesterday. It was so amazing. So I, I thank God for, for that blessing to, my, to me and to my family. 
So, besides that, we had so many challenges in this trip. First of all, we missed our flight. And that implied a lot of challenges, not only in time, but financially. <laughs> so, it was kind of hard, but at the same time, it was, we just had to trust God. And he, and he did it. It was beautiful. Days later, guess what? We got COVID. Yeah, exactly. And that's not, it doesn't sound fun to get COVID. It doesn't sound fun to get COVID when you're traveling in another country. And, and you know, I honestly got to the point that I'm like, oh boy, what is this? God is, what is this? But we just had to trust. And when, when Phil just asked, what is Jesus? What does he mean for you? And I can say, it means trust. That's all we had to do. We had to cancel our plans. We were hoping to go to Germany and to the Netherlands to visit some uh, friends over there. We had to stay in Norway. To be honest with you, at the beginning, we were like, Ugh, we had to stay here. It was such a blessing. My first thought as the round, we had two houses and two cars. These brothers gave us everything. You need a house? Take my house. You need a car? Take my car. Two houses and two cars. Isn't it beautiful? It's just, I don't even know how to explain it. But I, honestly, I feel like sometimes we think, when you give, you need to be humble and say, yeah, you know, like, like humble yourself and give, or, or get rid of something from you and give it to somebody. But it's actually also the other way around. When you receive, you actually need to humble yourself too and say, okay, I'll take it and thank you. I, I would love to name every single one of these brothers. I know the name is not going to mean anything to you, but just to... Praise the Lord for what He's doing in their lives. I'm not going to do it because so many guys. But it's just, we're so blessed. And I, and I thank you, brother, for, for the opportunity. Thank, uh, thank you, too, for your prayers. I know you guys were praying for us. So we're back, and we're so happy to be back. I think we're done with the, how do you call it, the time difference, that jet, jet lag. I think we're done with it. I think the kids are not done with it. They wake up at 3 and 4 a.m. and they want to go play and do stuff. So that's been a challenge. But I just want to thank the Lord uh, for the opportunity of going over there, but also to be able to come back home and, and, and eat tacos again. So thank you. Who's next? You want to say something, brother? No. Okay, I thought you were like... Jason, did you, did I see you like reaching? Yes, yes. come. You, you got me, Ali. Uh, thanks for sharing. Wow. When did you guys get back? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Wow. Been back uh, about five days. Well, um, man, I uh, I would say what Jesus uh, is to me is. Um, the verse that you shared, Brother Phil, about um, the peace that, that he gives is not as the world gives because the, the peace that the world gives 
is completely dependent on our circumstances, right? So if I have money in the bank, if I've got a good job, if I've, you know, all my re the, the relationships, the friendships in my life are going well, um, then I'm at peace. Life is good. But the peace that Jesus gives goes far, far deeper. It transcends all, transcends all that. And it's a peace that when your life is completely upside down and in shambles, there's still a peace there. And, um, yeah, God is so good. Um, that's all I have. Anyone else? So I had to think of John 14:6 when I thought of what Jesus means to me. Um, he's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. So I'm very thankful for this uh, scripture because it's a good reminder um, for my everyday life. Even though I've, you know, I love the Lord and I serve Him, um, it's still a challenge every day to, um, you know, do things His way, in His truth, and the way He lived His life, and the way He wants me to live His life. And that I can't come to the Father except through Jesus. Today I listen all of you, and um, I think about. Uh, uh, one apostle, his name on Russian I know, but <laughs> the English it's a good trouble. His name on Russian Foma, and he told uh, for Jesus like, show for me our, your father, and that enough. And this is interesting how that can happen. Like, open for me like uh, sky or uh, heaven, but. He told, I am here, I am Helen. If you see me, you see and my father. And this is amazing. Uh, sometimes we close our, our brothers and sisters. And uh, if we uh, don't have att att attention, so we can don't see Helen. We can, like, we can walk close and don't see heaven because uh, service uh, for Lord this is heaven and sometimes a um, lot of brothers and uh, today I heard uh, about uh, conferential and I've been in different conferential and usually people who love Jesus come in, uh, on conferential not like oh okay I come in because I should be here or I must be here. No. Usually people who uh, fire have fire inside us. Uh, this is people common. And this is why you are happy. <laughs> and this is what happened. Because uh, if fire uh, like only, uh, how is it, like, um, if candle only once, this is good. 
But if we put together a lot of candle and we have fire like this, and this is like shiny, very shiny. And this, remember uh, Peter told, oh, this is good here. <laughs> you know, Jesus, you here. And, uh, and we can live here, but we can live uh, um, with our uh, friend and our brother, with Jesus, with our Lord. We can be together, and uh, this is what can happen is our life, like change. Uh, today I uh, heard about uh, what we can be like him, and this is amazing. Sometimes you saw uh, he coming with flesh, yeah, inside flesh. He coming inside flesh, and sometimes you saw on uh, our flesh and our uh, character, and we think, no, we can't be like Jesus, because we look something bad inside us. But when we look on our Lord, on our His life, uh, we start fire. Uh, and this is what uh, uh, this is His will, uh, our Father will. He wants what we be like Jesus. Uh, and this is what changed me. And I. I saw what not perfect in my life, <laughs> not each perfect. But when I look on my uh, father, on my uh, Lord Jesus Christ, I can see father, and only then I can change. Thank you, Lord, for uh, this. And um, I have, um, I need support right now because I think if uh, all can be good. Um, I won't uh, build church, so I need uh, what you support me in pray, and if uh, this is uh, our Father will, so I need blessing him and uh, need his support. So thank you. Let's pray together, shall we? Lord Jesus, we come to you and thank you for your amazing love. Thank you for that love, Lord, that takes uh, a, a brother like Anton from the Ukraine in, in, in Russia and uh, a brother like me, a little farm boy in Pennsylvania, and makes us one in Jesus. Only your Holy Spirit can do this. You have sent the Helper, and you, Lord Jesus, have made us one in you, one family in God our Father. And we all become brothers and sisters. Great is the mystery of godliness all over the world. And we pray, Lord, for your heavenly wisdom for Anton and his family. I thank you for my brother and his wife and family. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would bless David and Akim and Salamia and, uh, and Anton Olga and, and just minister your grace to them, Lord Jesus. And, and I thank you for the fellowship we have in, in you, Lord, no matter where you lead us as your children, we're still one in Christ. And we thank you for that fellowship we can have together in your word and by your spirit. Bless them, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Anyone else?
Okay, then we'll go ahead and have the breaking of bread. I just wanted to read this verse in first or in John 14, verse 26. I think I said it was John 16, but it's John 14, verse 20, uh, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. That's the difference. We live in a world where men's hearts are troubled and they're fearful, afraid of so many things. But Jesus makes that difference with the verse right before it. Verse 26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. And um, I'll just read the passage here in Matthew chapter 26 as we go into the 26 of Matthew chapter 26. And while they were eating, Jesus took some bread and after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take eat, this is my body. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenants, which is poured out for many for forgiveness of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Think of that as we take this little cup of grape juice and this little wafer bread. Think of Jesus' words to you and hear him say this to you. Take it, eat, this is my body. Now, this bread doesn't become his body. It signifies that we are his body as we eat together. His body becomes, my body becomes his. That's the Wonderful mystery. And so partaking of a piece of bread, it becomes a part of my body. And that's the mystery he was saying. Take, eat of me. Let your body be filled with my spirit and become mine. And notice that before he broke it and gave, he gave a blessing. He blessed it. None of us can receive this experience from the Lord without his blessing. And that blessing is our greatest blessing, the greatest gift he could give to us. And then when he gives the cup as a, as a semblance of his forgiveness in our life, he gives a thanksgiving prayer. Have you heard Jesus thank our Heavenly Father, His Father and our Father, as He said, I go to my Father and your Father, and thank God for you? You should hear His voice. It will change your experience with Him. So often, 
we come to him and we thank him. But when you hear him say, thank you, Father, for my blood that I shed to give me the authority to forgive all their sins and now have this relationship with them because all their sins are forgiven. Jesus thanking God, our Father, that he has the right and the wonderful privilege of forgiving all of our sins. If that doesn't fill your heart with joy, probably nothing will. But it will fill your heart with joy if your faith will hear him say, your sins are forgiven you. And he says it with joy. Jesus is rejoicing over it. I love that word in June. In the book of Jude, he says this. It's an amazing truth. Verse 24. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in his presence, in the presence of his glory, blameless. With great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Now to him who is able to keep us from stumbling and to make us stand in his glory blameless with his great exceeding joy. Have you felt that? With Jesus is so full of joy to forgive your sins. All of them. And today as we break this bread and drink this little cup, his heart is overflowing with joy. And he gets to share his life with each one of us. Come, enter into the joy of your Lord. He's rejoicing over this relationship. And if you're here and you've been struggling and... There's been a lot of trouble in your heart, unrest. You've not been experiencing his peace in your life. Then come now. He's waiting for you and he's inviting you to just come and surrender his life, your life to him. And allow him to take full control over your body as his temple and share his life with you. And the most wonderful privilege you and I have, all people of this earth, is to come to this, this holy God through Jesus Christ and confess our sins and repent from them, turn away from them and ask Him for forgiveness. If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. And if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He does it every time. 
And this is another opportunity he's giving to each one of us. Not to come before him blameless because I'm perfect. But I'm blameless because I'm forgiven. Are you? If not, ask him now. He'll forgive you all your sins. And you'll be blameless. And he will rejoice over you with great joy as he presents you blameless before our Father in heaven. Father, I thank you for this wonderful privilege, this great mystery of godliness that you have shared with us and still do. You still do. Because you've sent the Helper, the Holy Spirit, to share your life with us. And I come to you with my dear brothers and sisters and friends, Lord, to again yield my body to you in a fresh and living way and receive that love and your joy and your peace into my soul. Your Holy Spirit into this body. Sanctify me holy, blameless in your sight. Thank you for rejoicing over me. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the opportunity to share this truth together with the saints. Sinners changed to saints. Thank you, Father. We worship you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, we'll have our two deacons, John and, and Dave, go ahead and pass out these little cups with a little wafer in it.